so we're not so we're not doing the original intro anymore. We're just saying what we're doing. We're gonna have a little clippy poo. We're gonna go into the theme song and then right into the show. Sounds like a plan, and I'm glad we now know what we're doing. So let's do it. There's a story behind everything from batteries and knives to glue and string. I'll share with you these forgotten things you find lying in a junk drawer. Welcome, everybody, to the junk drawer. The show where we go rummaging through the junk drawer that everybody has in their house to find out what's going on inside and then give you a little bit of history about it. My name is Josh Zagorin. Hey, I'm Kevin Alvis. And he and I are both half in the bag, and we're going to talk about some junk. Drawers. And you're going to listen, and you're going to learn some things, just like we are. One of us knows the topic. The other one doesn't know shit. Yep. Um, luckily, we have an intern who's going to pull out the object in question, so let's get to going. Um, Kevin, what are you drinking right now? Oh, hey, I'm still working on my podcast bottle mm. of Bayou Spice Rum. Bayou Spice Rum. From deep in the swamps of Louisiana, a smooth, crisp, spicy rum guaranteed to bring you happiness in the darkest of times. Bayou Spice Rum. Wait, no, you do the tag. Bayou Spice Rum. We guarantee. <laughs> Bayou Spice Rum not available in several states. <laughs> Including Louisiana. <laughs> Buy a spice rum. So, celebrate responsibly. <laughs> we just got shut down. Hey, Josh, what are you drinking? Uh, I am actually drinking a Cosmo. Cos- no, I'm drinking a screwdriver. That's oh. orange juice and vodka. That's what that is. Did you, were, did you almost get a screwdriver and a Cosmo confused? Well, I mean, I have been drinking several screwdrivers, so that would be why. <laughs> so that immediately would make you think. Think that, that what I'm drinking is a Cosmo. Right, yes. That's exactly what it is. So yeah, vodka and OJ, because I still have some delicious OJ from the mimosas I was drinking last episode. Wow, that that must have gone bad by now, because that was so long ago. So long ago. It's been 84 years, and I'm still drinking this Cosmo. It's a screwdriver, Grandma. You're a screwdriver! (laughs) Your grandmother is feisty when she's drunk. Oh, yeah. Nana can get after it. What are we doing today? We're going to go rummaging through the old junk drawer. Hey, intern Greg. It's Greg, right? Or is it Craig? Craig. Say, we're calling oh. his, his name's Craig. Did you not read his application? It's well, Craig. yeah, but I can't Craig remember if it's Craig C. or Greg because he no. says it so fast. No, no, it's it's C with a good... It's Craig. Yeah. So, intern Craig, why don't you go rummaging through the junk drawer like you're supposed to? It's your job. What the hell is it? Yup. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's working his way up. You're you're gonna be executive drawer manager soon, Craig. So, Craig is holding up the object that is in the junk drawer today, and uh, I could not be more excited for this. It just really kicked in that I don't know what you're about to say. Like, usually I should know because we're on the same show, but then I was like, oh, I don't know what the fuck he's about to tell me. No, because one of us knows, the other one doesn't. Such a smart idea we had. And I know what's in the junk drawer today, and I know what you're going to learn a shit ton about, and I know that what you're going to learn about today is fucking fascinating because I have pages of notes about this one. Lay it on me, Zags! Today, intern Craig has pulled out of the junk drawer a tiny little 
Pez dispenser. Wow! Pez, baby! God bless it. I, 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 I love Pez candy. I, any type of like basic sugary, like, like I love the stick from Fun Dip. Oh yeah, the tasty, the tasty stick. Yeah, and that's why I like Pez, like that kind of just compacted. Pure sugar, a little bit of flavor. You can crunch it. You can suck on it. Let it dissolve in your mouth. Oh, yay, Pez. So, so you, I, that, that makes me. Lay it me, on me, Zagzy. So that makes me wonder, like, what kind of Pez dispensers do you have? Did you have when you were a kid? Do you remember, like, some of your faves and any oh. of that kind of stuff? Oh, oh, it's somewhere on my shelf. Somewhere around here I have a Joker Pez dispenser. Mm. And I have a Darth Vader Pez dispenser. Interesting. That were given to me by two different people at two different times because they were like, you're into this. Here you go. Boom. And, um, uh, and I, of course, hammered all the candy back like i'll load the pez dispenser once and eat the right. candy out of it eat the candy right and then once i've done that i'll just eat the candy out of the pack right because right, you, you know we don't need to take the time right i get it novelty's worn off now i just want some <laughs> shit on my desk and <laughs> eat some candy okay i just want to eat some candy don't fucking make me work for it okay <sighs> uh i have in my possession still uh, the entire set of lord of the ring pez dispensers which is everybody it's the entire fellowship uh, as one big set of Pez dispensers. Wow. And it came in a giant pack. Uh, and I also have my favorite one is a Batman Pez dispenser. And it is the Batman from like old school DC and his ears are super pointy and it uh-huh. looks super badass. Oh, we should get your Batman Pez dispenser and my Joker Pez dispenser. And make them fight? Yeah. So, Kevin, do you know, first and foremost, what Pez stands for? Uh... Pretty exciting zebra case. Wow, you nailed it. Just kidding. So here's what happened. Back in 1920, uh, a man named Edward Haas III was working uh, at the baking business. So he worked with confectioner sugar that he inherited from his father when he was 18. Okay. Um, He also created the first newspaper advertisement for their pre-measured cake mix. That's how into the baking process he was. Like, he wanted this business to succeed. Like, he started, like, that. this company was one of the first ones to have, like, boxed cake mix where you just mix it with this, this, Well, it wasn't one of the first ones, but it was one of the the ones that made it popular. Gotcha. And, like, also, you're you're talking about, like, advertisements for his father's company. Like, they hadn't done advertisements for it for before because you know back in those days if you knew the people you knew the people but he was like hey we can take it to the next level it's the 20s we can start advertising this so it's the future it's the future dad hear me out you want to take out an ad in the newspaper so he had the ingenuity and that will come into play later so edward haas the third was a huge anti-smoking advocate really what a fucking he, loser <laughs> especially in the 20s right come on when cigarettes were vitamins yeah, and he dude. was like hey i think maybe these aren't good for you and so what he wanted to do was create a tablet that would quote not only refresh one's breath but would also help consumers who were anxious to cut down on smoking and overeating Oh. So in the beginning, his mission was to, you know, because, I mean, again, again, he he loved the baking company. He was working for the company that he now inherited from his father, and, and he worked very well at it. But he wanted to see if he could create something to help um, people quit smoking. Well, that's pretty forward thinking, too, because at that time, I mean, like we were just joking, like cigarettes were the jam. Like you smoked or you didn't. If you didn't, you were square. That's pretty forward thinking for that time. I think that's awesome. Uh, so Edward Haas... The third, big-time forward-thinking progressive anti-smoker, found out, learned about peppermint oil, which those of you who uh, 
have attempted to quit smoking um, probably know that they that the the holistic me- uh, and like homegrown remedy to smoking cravings is peppermint. Yes. Uh, and so what he wanted to do was helps your memory as well. Wait, what were we talking about? I fucking hate you. But making a peppermint flavored thing was very difficult. You had to heat it to create the flavoring, and that actually lowered the the flavor profile. So he got some chemists to work with the Haas company to invent a cold process of compression, Hmm. and they would compress confectionery sugar and flavoring uh, with uh, like thousands of pounds of force until the bricks would hold together, and they would create these discs. Uh, And so originally, the peppermint discs that the Haas company created to help you quit smoking came in prepackaged metal tins like Altoids. Okay. uh, Or foil wrappers like Necco wafers. And they were were for the... uh, like like elite they were for like rich people it's like altoid communion wafers yeah but for rich people well that's i mean come on religions for rich people who's got that kind of money so so 1927 pez is invented in discs pez drops was what they were originally called pez comes from the german word for peppermint which is pfefferments you take the P from the first letter, the E from the middle, and the Z from the end, and you get Pez. So originally, you've got these peppermint discs that were designed to help adults quit smoking. And they were called drops. And the early ads proclaimed, no smoking, Pezzing allowed. So... <laughs> Can't smoke in here. But you can pez the fuck out of it. God, man, you got. Can I can I bum one of those pez off of you? Well, are you are you pezzin', man, bro? Are you pezzin'? Uh, later on, later on, the Ed Haas Company, Haas and Pfeffers, right? <laughs> Haas and Pfeffer, Haas and Pfeffer. Something to think about. Uh oh, Pfefferments, <gasps> the Haas Company, <gasps> Haas and Pfeffer. What is that real? Or are you just free associating? Uh, uh, I'm free associating, but I'm about to look that up and see if that's actually real. Hang on. What is Haas and Pfeffer Incorporated? Haas and Pfeffer Incorporated. Dun, 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 dun. We're going to do it on your market set. Let's go now. In a dream, in a dream, now. We're going to make our dreams come true. Do it, do it our, our way. Gonna start the show and go now. Listen to junk drawer. Unfortunately, no. Haas and Pfeffer has nothing to do with Pfefferments. Uh, it, it's it was just something funny. But I mean, Schlemiel Schlemazel's Yiddish, so that's funny. It's German, anyway. German Yiddish. Moving on. I'm Jewish, so I can say this. It's very Jewish. So. So Edward Haas hired young women to drive around crowded locations in Pez-branded trucks wearing Pez uniforms. What? They were called the Pez girls. And the uh, the slogan was, already Pezzing? Oh, no. So this was like cultural elite high class smoking cure yeah. was, were these Pez drops. Like it, it was like the hotness at the time. So now the Hosk factories are making peppermint, not baking powder. But because that's extremely expensive to, to get peppermint, 
and the mechanized, you know, the machines that they had at the time, you know, were what they could afford, the mechanized tablet forming process in the 30s, now we're in the 30s, mm-hmm. PEZ becomes rectangular uh, like they are now. So now in the 1940s, okay, uh, they realize that customers want a, a faster way to pick out a tablet with one hand or share with a friend without dirtying the candies in yeah, the tin. Because it's gross. They're fucking gross. And like, I don't want to share an Altoid tin. Like, I'll give you a mint. I don't want you to touch it because you're going to touch all the other mints, right? No, but you can have my gross because I'm going to touch it. So he hires an engineer named Oscar Uxa to create a solution. In 1949, he creates the Pez dispenser, and they are sold at the Vienna Trade Fair. The U.S. patent was granted in 1952. Aksha filed a patent in 1934 for a self-closing one-handed lighter. So, funny enough, Hmm. the contraption that the Haas company created to house its non-smoking peppermints looked like a cigarette lighter. Really? So the original Pez dispensers looked like cigarette lighters. Oh, so you kind of... Part of me, my part of my brain's like, wow, what way to fuck with people who are trying to quit smoking? Give them a cigarette lighter. But at the same time, as somebody who quit smoking, it's like it's like holding a cigarette when you're like, I just need to hold something like that. Well, I just need to flick a lighter for a little bit. That's pretty smart. This guy and his fucking marketing, man. So now this marketing genius has created a like a metallic lighter filled with anti-smoking mints. This is exciting. I want one of these. Now comes World War II. Oh, 1934 no. is happening. World War II is happening. Uh, 1949, post World War II, Pez dispensers are being sold, but plastic production was being was becoming a big thing in during World War II. So now they're looking at these metallic Pez dispenser lighters post World War II and going, "Hey, we can make these for cheaper and make these out of plastic." So the first Pez dispensers, which are now called the regulars so if you hear a pez dispenser junkie talk about regulars they're talking Uh about the original pez dispensers the metal ones yeah the metal ones were such a success in europe that they had to construct a second factory in austria to keep up with demand i should mention we're not even in america yet oh wow ed haas is from vienna so this is so we're now you know we're in austria okay? okay So Pez, European thing, because Pfefferminz, German word, Austrians, speak Austrian, which is a dialect of German. So Germany is what you're saying. Well, no, Austrian. So Austrian is what you're saying. Austrian. Austrian. So they, they set up a second factory in Ed Haas's hometown of Vienna. Ah, Wien. Uh. <laughs> Still one of my favorite trips I ever took was to uh. Vienna. I miss Wien. No, Vini, 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 Vini. When will you realize <laughs> Hannah waits for you? Oh, God. But there wasn't any more interest in smoking abatement. Really? People kind of gave up caring. Now we're post-World War II. People were like, you know what? I'm just going to smoke. Fuck you. Yeah. Also, they're Austrians. Also, they're Europeans. And, you know, they smoke cigarettes. Leave them the fuck alone. God, I want to be a European so bad so I can smoke. You kind of are a little bit. Well, wow, 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 wow. So now here we are. They had to pivot. Super fast, because Pez Company, Haas Company, not Pez yet, but the Haas Company has to pivot because suddenly everybody in Europe, they smoke because they want to fuck off. Yeah, yeah. So what they decide to do, what the Haas Company decides to do, is change the tablet's flavor from mint Uh to fruit and start marketing to kids. And in 1955, at the urging of the vice president of U.S. operations... 
Pez introduces, here we go. Okay. It's first ever character-shaped dispenser. Ooh, when was that? So now, so this is 1955. 1955. We have two characters that they introduced. A robot and Santa Claus. Oh, Santa. Santa's always, yeah, that's the easiest because kids want Santa Claus and there you go. You're right. Right. Different. Now, they, these are different from modern dispensers. So the first ones were full-bodied designs. So like Santa looked like Santa Claus and his head would tilt back. And the same thing with the robot and the head would tilt back. So it was, you didn't have the square lighter shape anymore. It was the same concept, but it was a full-bodied figure. Gotcha. In the original days. To this day, Santa Claus is the best-selling Pez dispenser. Really? Yeah. To this day. Now, this is the character design with the head and the rectangle that we'll get to in a minute. Right now, in 1955, they were full-body designs. So, But you're saying even up until right now, in 2021, the best-selling design, even to this day, is still Santa Claus? Yes, in 2021, the best-selling Pez dispenser design is Santa Claus. So people buy Santa more than any other character in any Pez? Any other Pez head cr- character crazy. is Santa Claus. I would think things like any like Star Wars or, you know, nowadays, you know, with the X-Men, things like that, you would think that would... would eh. People, because I've never been like, fuck, I got to get that Santa Pez, you know? But if you notice, every year around Christmas and, and the winter holidays, they're always bringing out Pez dispensers with Santa heads. And they do make great stocking stuffers and all kind of shit. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. Goddamn Pez is smart people. So now uh, we're in 1956, and this is my favorite piece of, of information that I learned about the Pez dispenser. All right. I'm so excited in 1956, about this. 1956. Pez released a space gun-shaped dispenser that shot fruit-flavored tablets. What do you mean shot? Like it came out? So you literally... Here, I'm... uh, (laughs) Hang on. How many children choked and died from this So, Kevin, I just sent you a picture on your phone of what the Pez dispenser from 1956 looked like. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's a gun. It's a straight-up fucking handgun. 50s ray gun. It looks like a fucking ray gun. It looks like a Luger. Yeah, it looks like a it, it looks like an early Star Trek phaser kind of. Yeah, right? And and so the but the problem the problem wasn't that kids were shooting each other in the mouth with Pez candies. The problem was that it was super expensive to manufacture. It was five <laughs> times the cost of a normal candy bar. So they just sold poorly. Like no one could afford buying these guns to shoot candy in each other's mouths. I love that they weren't worried about like the safety for our children. No, they were like just fucking expensive. Zero. So, who gives about a shit? shooting a tiny hard object into each other's mouths. <laughs> they were more like, ah, oh, no, no, too expensive. Those kids <laughs> won't choke. They're smart. Gary, are you choking? Fucking grow up, bud. Jesus, don't point that at me. So Pez had to pivot again, and they created a new toy-like dispenser that was a balance between the original regulars uh-huh. and the character design, which is a character head on top and the rectangular body from the original Pez lighter design, which was easier to make, cheaper to manufacture, and made out of plastic. The first Pez dispenser with this design Uh was introduced in 1957 and was actually the first one to come to America. Now, Kevin, it was introduced on Halloween in 1957. What do you think the character was? Oh, it's Halloween. It's 1957, you said? Yep. I'm going to go with a witch. Bing, 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 bing. It doesn't count to your pop quiz. It doesn't count to your pop quiz. Oh, fuck. 
but congratulations. Yes, the first Pez dispenser design with the rectangular body and character head was a witch, and it was introduced into America in 1957. The next year, Pez becomes enormous. It explodes because they get their first licensing deal for a major character. Oh, oh, okay. Can you guess who that character was? Uh, what, um, what year is this? Still, 1958. 1958. They're going for their first character who was popular in 1958. They just came off the witch. I'm going to go with Casper the Friendly Ghost. Interesting choice. But incorrect. Oh. It was Popeye. Oh, So they get fun. a deal to start doing Popeye's Pez, Pez dispensers, and it explodes. So now they're everywhere. Everyone okay. knows about Pez. So now flash forward to 1973. This has been a long journey for the fucking Pez dispenser, man. We're not even close to how big this gets. Oh, my god. 1973, Christ. Pez builds a candy factory in Orange, Connecticut to reach American customers, and it now manufactures all Pez candies for the U.S. and Canada. So that place, that warehouse in Orange, Connecticut, is where all Pez comes from. This became so big. To this day? Because of the, to this day. Because of the Popeye. 20 years after the Popeye dispenser has come. It has come from smoking cure to uh, handgun to <laughs> witch to Popeye. And it is now so big that they build a manufacturing plant in America and it is still to this day where all Pez comes from. That's amazing. Uh, 12 million tablets per day, five days a week. As of 2011, Wow. Uh, the campus includes a visitor center where you can see the world's largest Pez dispenser. How big is that? Which is a snowman. I'll get to that. Don't worry. Oh, hey. uh, it's so good. Uh, oh, wait. I'll tell you now. So the official, <laughs> <laughs> the official Guinness Book of World Records for world's largest candy dispenser... Uh-huh is in Burlingame, uh, California, at the Burlingame Museum of Pez Memorabilia. Okay. It is a snowman-headed dispenser. It is 94 inches tall. It weighs 85 pounds, and it holds 6,480 Pez candies. But at the time, that thing that, that, that thing was a gen. No slouch. No slouch. No. That's, that's so a that good was, size. And that was back in 2011. Okay. That was back in 2011 that you could see the world's largest Pez dispenser in Orange, Connecticut. So here we are, 2021, the world's largest ones in California. 1984, Edward Haas dies. No. Yeah, well, I mean, he's he's a million years old. Oh, wow. A few years later, Pez dispensers are modified to include feet at their base to I help s- them stand when on display. Mm-hmm. And this is very important because now we're getting into Pez heads. Yes. Which is the official name of the people that collect and distribute Pez dispensers. So now, like, we know collectors love collecting, and we know that they know their shit. The thing about the feet on the Pez dispenser Mm -hmm. is that that demarcates modern versus vintage dispensers for collectors. Okay. So if your Pez dispenser doesn't have feet, it means that it's a vintage Pez dispenser. If your Pez dispenser does have feet, it means it's a more modern Pez dispenser. So that's how you can tell the difference between the Santa's and all the ones that look the same. And they still use it to this day. All right. Uh, one of the rarest Pez dispenser designs is a political donkey dispenser from 1961, and it sold for $12,500 in 2013. Wow. A pair of political donkey and elephant dispensers sold for $20,000 the same year. Uh, dispensers with fruit-shaped heads from the 70s can also 
go for high prices. Pears, pear pear uh, headed Pez dispensers have gone from five hundred to a thousand dollars. Pineapples for three thousand dollars. Original full bodied Santa Pez dispensers, the original, the regulars, uh-huh. the regular Pez dispenser. Uh, is currently selling on eBay for over a hundred bucks. So if you got one, you make a hundred bucks wow. right there. Cool hundred right there. Cool hundred. I feel like I remember seeing the ones with the fruit on top, and I never wanted those because those were dumb. Because it was just fruit. <laughs> I wanted things like Batman, sure, and three PO, and that kind of shit. Sure. You know, you'd be interested to know, Kevin. I'm interested to know a lot of things. Pez first introduced Star Wars Pez dispensers. Uh huh. In what year do you think? Ooh, first Star Wars Pez dispensers. I'm going to go probably with 83. Ooh, not quite. Mm. This is going to throw you. Okay. Because you would assume it would have been early on. Yeah. But it wasn't. What? The first Star Wars Pez heads were introduced in 1997. Really? Yeah, right around the time that they were re-releasing the Star Wars movies. So up until then, they hadn't done a a Star Wars head uh, for their Pez. Something interesting to note about the Pez dispenser, uh, like Creed, is the company is actually super nervous about doing likenesses of famous people on Pez heads. So it takes a lot to get the Pez company to give you an official Pez dispenser. That's how you know you made it. Right. Well, yeah, kind of, <laughs> except that for the most part, you have a couple of presidents uh, that have been on them. Uh, and you have uh, the original members of KISS Ooh, of, are well, also of those. They'll fucking market anything. <laughs> Interesting to note, Kim Kardashian has been waging a legal battle to get her own Pez dispenser, and the company has refused. Oh, good. And still has refused. Great. Good. Uh, but you're going to get some Muppets on there. Oh, you got Kermit the Frog, Gonzo, Fozzie yes, Bear, yes. Miss Piggy was also on there. Uh, boom, boom, bang. Uh, the most expensive... Pez collectible in history goes to a 1950s design that I think you might know what it is. Penis. Because we talked about it. It is not a penis. You would think it is, but it's not. We talked about it. We talked about it. What do you think? Like we talked about it as friends or we talked about it on this show? No, we just talked about it just now. The most expensive Pez collectible, 1950s. What was going on then? We're starting to make our Pez dispensers. We're not quite there yet. We're not in 1955 yet. Is it Casper the Friendly Ghost? No, 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 that's 1957. It's a little bit before that. Is it The Witch? I'm sorry, no, that's 1955. No, it's not The 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 Witch. What's going on? Is it it a cheesesteak sandwich? Space Gun Dispenser, which is rumored to have sold for more than $11,000 at an auction. That little candy gun to shoot your sister in the mouth, $11,000 at an auction. But the holy grail of Pez collectibles is the holy grail is the it's it's Jesus and Indiana Jones and the holy grail no it's Mr. Potato Head oh wow why Uh, because the original Mr. Potato Head make a face Pez (gasps) and it came with attachable face pieces and it was pulled from the market because it was a choking hazard from the people who brought you the blast a piece of candy down your throat gun They finally were like, well, we can't do that anymore, so we got to pull that off the shelves. Pez finally started giving a shit about your kids. <laughs> <laughs> After all this time, which makes me wonder, Kevin, do you figure Pez goes bad? Ooh, you know, I I feel like I've had some old Pez before, and it was like, it still tastes pretty good, kind of like the original. It just kind of tastes a little old, but mm-hmm, I never mm-hmm. once worried about eating it because I was like, it doesn't show signs of age or mold, or but it's sugar, so you'd think it should. Yeah, essentially it is confectioner sugar. Now, the way Pez is made, you have confectioner sugar that's reduced, 
and then they compress it with 3,000 pounds of pressure. Wow. And that that turns it into those tiny little, uh, those rectangular pieces that you've seen that you know, the, the iconic Pez bricks. Delicious they're called. bricks. Three billion bricks are consumed each year in the U.S. alone. Did you say billion with a B? Buh, billion buh, with a B. Buh. Three billion, billion a year wow. of those tiny little delicious candy treats. Wow. Diabetes. Diabetes. It's not even that. I'd be like, well, if you ate three billion pounds, yeah, probably. But there's not enough for you to give a shit because those little bricks mm-hmm. are actually pretty small. Uh, the exact measurements of a Pez candy are. Hang on, I have it. Where are you? Hang on, you I l- fucker. I Where'd... love it when you make me edit things out. Yeah, please. I'm not. Okay. I'm not editing this. You absolutely should, because it makes me sound like I don't... Yeah, no, you should. You shouldn't. Keep it. This is me now. Okay, so <laughs> the actual measurement of the straight-edged curved corner block is all in metric, because this is an Austrian con- uh, confection. Then I'll never understand what you're saying. Uh, but I have the conversions for you. Don't oh, worry. Oh, thank God. 15 millimeter by 8 millimeter by 5 millimeter. Uh, so it's 15 by 8 by 5, otherwise known as 5 eighths of an inch by 5 sixteenths of an inch by 3 sixteenths of an inch. It's very tiny. Each Pez dispenser, how many pieces of Pez candy oh. do you think a normal Pez dispenser, standard Pez dispenser can hold? I feel like I feel like it's an odd number for some reason. And I want to say that it's probably, I'm going to go either it, either, it will either hold 11 or 13 pieces. Oh, gosh. It is, you are right on the edge. It oh. is 12 candy pieces. Oh, wow. Is how many okay. All right. pieces of candy a Pez dispenser can hold? Uh, speaking of Pez candies, mm. uh, what do you think they taste like? <laughs> well, supposedly different flavors. Yeah. Oh, there's uh, many flavors. Uh, but there's like orange and grape, but it's just really just sugar with a hint of flavoring. Of flavoring. So we have many flavors. So currently, the the flavors of Pez that you can get are cherry, strawberry, raspberry, grape, orange, lemon, strawberry, vanilla, raspberry, lemon, chocolate, cola, sour blue raspberry, sour green apple, sour pineapple, sour watermelon, sugar-free orange, sugar-free lemon, sugar-free strawberry, vanilla cupcake, sugar cookie, and cotton candy, and peach. Holy shit. But you would not be able to eat peach in the States because peach Pez is not available in the U.S. It's only available everywhere else. I, have, I haven't heard of the majority of those flavors, like the chocolate, the cola, the vanilla cupcake and or something like that, the cotton more. candy. These are the retired flavors that they had back in the day that they got rid of. They had apple, they had cola, peppermint, obviously, right. chocolate, coffee, Ooh. flour, <laughs> lime, menthol, eucalyptus, yogurt, and my favorite, chlorophyll mint what the fuck is going on back in the time in the old town tonight pez candies could be manufactured and you could have the taste sensation of eating chlorophyll mint that's fucking insane i love how they put the mint on there to make it a little so you're like oh i don't want to eat I don't want to eat what a plant eats. What crazy jag was like, I need to taste chlorophyll. It needs to taste like you're in a uh, you're in the the plant section of Home Depot. I, I want it to taste like that smells. But with a hint of mint. Right, with a hint of mint, you know, it's just really cuz I, I I just need to make sure my breath is okay. <laughs> it's like what is going on, man? So yeah, uh so Pez tastes a lot like uh, uh, 
chlorophyll. So Pez tastes like a lot of things. So Pez tastes like chlorophyll. Uh, Pez tastes like a lot of things um, and has tasted like a, a lot of things and will taste like a lot of things for at least 25 years because that is how long the shelf life of a piece of Pez candy is. Shut up. Is. Wow. So these things, Twinkies, cockroaches, I was about will survive to survive the apocalypse. I was about to say, so my list of foods to look for in the apocalypse, Twinkies, Pez. And cockroaches. Of course, things that are all terrible for you, but only because they're <laughs> filled with chemicals to last a long time. Uh, but the good news about Pez is it's just confectioner's sugar. It's just sugar. Oh, that's all it is. Oh, yeah, that, that's the good thing. Don't worry about it. Don't you fucking worry about it. Don't you worry about it. You'll get it's some just sugar fucking, in your it's, face. It's fucking sugar. I don't do dialects, so I just make noises instead. You're sugar <laughs> in your face. That's my Boston. Sugar in your face. Uh, so let me ask you this, Kevin. You've seen the logo for Pez, and it is made out of blocks of Pez. Yes, yes, yes. Right? Can you tell me how many bricks of Pez are in the logo? Uh, I'm going to go 35. Oh, gosh. So close. Oh. 44. Oh, wow. Pez mints are in that Logo, 14 bricks in the P, 15 in the E, and the Z. All right, all right. Uh, when you kick back the head of your Pez dispenser mm-hmm. and the Pez kicks out, yeah. what do you think the device, the part that does that, is called? I want to say that that's... I want to say it's called the tongue. Oof! I said it three times, but you didn't catch it. Oh. It's called the kicker. Ah. Oh. So when you tilt the head back and the Pez comes out its neck like... Like a tracheotomy. <laughs> like a tracheotomy. That device, that piece of technology inside the, the Pez dispenser, that piece of plastic with the spring is called the kicker. That makes sense because it's kicking out a piece of candy. The pieces of plastic at the bottom to stabilize it, as we previously discussed, are called the feet. Yes. And so now you've got the modern Pez dispenser with the character head, the rectangular body, all made out of plastic, 12 pieces of Pez inside with two feet and a kicker inside. What major league baseball team hosted the very first Pez dispenser day at the ballpark? I'm going to say the Cincinnati Reds. No, it was the Chicago Cubs in 2000. I figured because we're here, you figure maybe. I don't know. Do you know what the tallest Pez dispenser ever made was? Um, I'm going to go with 47 feet. Mm. No, 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 no. It was five inches and five and an eighth inch. Oh, well, that's fucking weak. Uh, and it was a character, a very famous cartoon character. I'm good. Holds that honor. Think about a character that has very tall... Bugs Bunny. Features. No. Oh. Um, uh, tall features. It's a giraffe. It up. Very tall. No, no. It's a cartoon character. Character you would know. Jeff- very Jeffrey famous. Jeffrey the giraffe. No, Jeffrey the giraffe. Oh, you mean the, uh, the Toys R Us mascot yeah, 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 yeah. from back in the day? Yeah. He was a cartoon. Uh, interesting, interesting enough, Pez actually had a mascot. Uh, that they got rid of. They quickly retired <laughs> this mascot. It, it did not last very long. Is it like Scotty McTape? <laughs> even, even worse, Peter Pez. Oh, and he was a clown. <laughs> oh, the thing that terrifies so this people. Clown, this clown named Peter Pez was running around with this like shooting candies yeah. into kids' faces. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it sounds like when Pez comes out of a real human's throat. <laughs> So yeah, Peter Pez is no more. All right. But you can get Peter Pez's Funko. So who was this character? Marge 
Simpson. Oh, because of the hair. Because of the hair. Oh, the tallest. That makes sense. Pez dispenser. But as we were talking about earlier, the largest Pez, can- Pez dispenser is a snowman, and that is the 94 s- inches tall. The snowman. The snowman. Yes. That right there, bud, is the story of Pez. Dude. That's the incredible story of marketing and ingenuity and good intentions because Pez began as an anti-smoking device that turned into a fun candy design for kids. That was it. That's the whole story. I would have never, ever, ever guessed that it came out of, especially for the time frame that we were in at that time when when Pez was invented. I'm shocked that anyone at that time was like, maybe you should quit smoking and here's a way to help you. Here's a way to help you. Here, here is a here's a space gun. I'm gonna shoot this into your kid's <laughs> mouth so that you quit smoking. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Kevin, that is your that is your information dump. Oh, what man. happens after an information dump? That's it. We're done. We go home. That's true. Usually, when you have a good dump, you go. Just kidding. It's an info dump, which means it's time for a pop quiz. Ah. All right, Kevin, get ready. Number one. Pop quiz. What does Pez stand for? Ah, you fucking son of a bitch. It is a German word for peppermint. Correct. Can you name what the word is? I want to say something stupid like pheasermint. It was close. You're very yes, close. Yes. You're very close. Because Laverne and Shirley, we talked about oh, this. Not Hassenpfeffer. <laughs> yeah, but but Hassenpfeffer. It's pepperfezer. Pfeffer. <laughs> It's the German word for peppermint, whatever that yes, is. Yes, that is correct. Yes. Correct, correct. Give yourself the, oh, get the, the sound. Thing. Oh, the sorry, sound. here it is. I don't have the I sound. You I have it over that. there. Yay. Congratulations. It's pfeffermins. Pfeffermins. Is how you is how you pronounce it. Pfeffermins, the P at the beginning, the E in the middle, and the Z at the end. That's where Pez comes from. Number two, what flavor of Pez is not available in the U.S.? Peach. Correct. Yeah. I threw that one in there real quick. Thought you wouldn't even catch it. Nice. Nice. Number three. How many Pez candies in a typical dispenser? Twelve. Correct. Yeah. Three for three. Congratulations. Hey, I did it. I did it. You definitely did. Wow. I'm proud of you. God. So that's Pez, baby. Dude, that's awesome. So the next time, the next time you're farting around at a candy shop and you see one of those Pez dispensers, remember that journey that it took to go from metallic anti-smoking gun to, to to the novelty that you see in front of you. Dude, we did it. We fucking did we it. learned a lot of shit today. You and your research. I got to give you mwah, chef's kiss. Your research is always on point. Always on point. Thank you. Oh, big Mr. Thank yous. We need some Mr. Thank yous. Yay, Mr. Thank yous. To Jason Moody for creating our theme song. Ooh. Big fucking balls on that, that guy. guy. Gigantic. Can't even get away from I love it. a thing I love about Jason Moody's theme songs. You're like, hey, dude, here's two words to describe the theme song, uh, to describe the podcast. And he's like, cool. And then he just writes this incredible song about it. Damn right. Yeah, so, Mr. Thank you to that. Mr. Thank you to you, Kevin Alves. But you have a Mr. Thank you to the person across the street, to the business across the street. I don't live by you, so I don't know what to tell oh, you. Oh, big Mr. <laughs> big Mr. Thank you to the unofficial sponsor of Junk Drawer, Paninos. <laughs> Paninos! Try their cheesy beef today. <laughs> big Mr. Thank you to you, Kevin. Big Mr. Thank you to you, Josh. Uh, thank you for bringing us all that information today about uh, 
Pez. I would have never guessed. Absolutely. I bro. had a great time learning, which is. I can't wait to learn more next episode. Oh my Christ! Are we doing more? Oh my Christ! Also, just FYI, there is no Jesus Pez. Oh, there should be. But would it be just like his hand, and you would eat it out of his hand, like the stigmata? <sighs> I wish. I wish. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> Kevin and Josh will reveal a lot about all of the stuff that you forgot. Some of it may come as quite a shock, it's just lying in your junk drawer. Blah, blah, blah. Big talk.